What a weekend. You think Josh's jealousy is off today, Pierce? I think he has to be. Oh, my gosh. What a weekend. There's no way he's up. No, I mean, if there no is, definitely not. If there is one thing that we have learned about uh, the Helmer Josh is whenever he gets the day off from the show, he's definitely taking advantage of that by snoozing as late as he can. So, one more day minus. You know what's weird? So, uh, welcome into the Plank Show. Pierce Leffelholtz is in. I'm Chris Plank. I'm a little happier the Raiders won yesterday, but I got to be honest with you, I'm also a little bit mad they were even in that position. 17-3 to at the half. Have the football after a three and out to start the third quarter, and they throw a pick six. And then they can't do anything offensively. So, for forgive me for being bitter, but um, I'll still take the win. Uh, something's obviously going on with my holiday plans because I sit down for the show and I put my phone up while I was driving. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. I, had a, I was listening to a pod on my my drive-in and as I'm driving in and listening to this pod I somehow I'm not like getting text alerts which is great I don't know if, if I've magically turned that off or what but it's a beautiful thing right. obviously I'm cutting it close so I got a call when I'm driving in thank you to the officer who didn't pull me over um, who was perfectly positioned to get me I think I was going about 64 and a 40 never do that never do that oh, I'm sorry. sorry 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 54 let's go okay oh man I'm not sorry sorry <laughs> like, listen I was going fast I was going that fast because there's some moron going under the speed limit in the left hand lane but so I I was getting close and it got here so I I just now looked down on my phone I, I have 41 text messages and all of them have come since oh my gosh since this morning. I bet you like half of those were just unnecessary. You know what? Okay, let me just th- – these are the two text chains that they're coming from. Well, One there's with, two text there's chains. There's two text okay. chains here. You ready? One of them is my wife, my mother-in-law, and my sister-in-law because we're all going on vacation together starting Thursday, and everyone's freaking out because of the weather. So I'm sure that has something to do with that. Okay. And then the other one is with – get this gathering – my wife, my ex-wife, and my mother-in-law. That sounds like so much fun. That second one. I just got one from the, my boss at XM. Wow. Says, call when you can. Oh, no. Mr. Popular over here. Well, let's just put that phone away and pretend yeah, like I got like none that of didn't those. Happen, yeah. See if that one over there. But no, what a great weekend to be able to sit here and hang out, right? Now, let's go ahead and take care of a little bit of business. We like to get all those announcements out of the way early. Uh, this show is all about your reaction. Thankfully, Pierce hasn't pulled up the Air Comfort Solutions text line, so I don't have to grinch and moan at people yet. But 405-651-3439. Oh, good. Okay. We're off to we're off to a mediocre start on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405-651-3439. The, um, the Twitter machine is always here for you. Uh, I am a little bit behind today because I know uh, who is it? It's it's um, it's our listener in Medill, Jay from Medill, that always gets mad at me whenever I bring up Highway Nine. But your boy could not have mistimed every single light on Highway Nine today. Do you it's, take Highway Nine Two to get in? I used to. Oh. I used to all Bro. the time, and I, I'm on the same train. I, I do not like Highway Nine. It's the worst. I I can't it, now. If you time it out right and you hit every green right, light, it's great. But when you, does that happen? You you rarely do that, and you literally have to break the sound barrier to do so. It's fifty there instead of sixty. Right, 
Which who, is just who it's, does that? It's a, it should be sixty. So anyway, I, I hit every red light, so I was coming in hot. So I apologize. Um, so I haven't thrown the pre-show tweet out, but at Leffelholtz TV, I'm at Plank Show. Everybody, give us a follow at KREF Sports. And listen, it's it's a pretty big week because it's 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 Merry Christmas week, Happy Hanukkah, uh, whatever you celebrate, enjoy it. I'm a big Christmas guy, so. If that tends to bother you, I probably will talk way too much about Christmas over the next few days. There's my disclaimer. Um, also, I think it should be noted that was an incredible turnout on the the bull pick'em. It was fun to follow it throughout the weekend. Uh, how'd you do this weekend, by the way? I haven't checked. Have you not recently. checked? I, I was doing all right to start, but I, know I, I always, missed the Troy one at least. I always get confused early on because I'll move a couple of games a lot higher than I had planned on. And then I'll kind of lose track of it. I'm like, wait, how did I do? But in the overall scheme of things, I'm currently in 77,000th place on the ESPN overall one. But I did go 7-2. and two, And I didn't lose uh, the only game. The highest numbered game that I lost was a um, – actually, maybe it was a little bit higher than I had hoped it would be. No, nope, no, it's not. The highest numbered game that I lost, I think, was, yeah, a 9-pointer and an 8-pointer. I had Jackson State, which what a game that was. That was crazy. That was awesome. I had Jackson State and Cincinnati. Um, I, I banged home a 14-pointer, 13-pointer, 12, 11, and 10. So I'm feeling pretty good about things. So last time I was on, I, I talked about how I just realized right. that the point. I you had for, to do it I during still, the game. Still forgot during to, the show. Forgot to do that. Right. Went, didn't, never went back and did that. So. I went six and three. It's not bad. Um, but all of my wins were low points. Ah, so you're very low. In yeah, the yeah. I'm in. pretty. I'm, I think I'm. Uh, I'm 88th out yeah. of 88,000th out of out of yeah, ESPN. But, but that's fine. That's I all mean, right. It could be worse. It could. It could be worse. You could be whatever I'm, the 100,000. Yeah, exactly. I'm 339th in the unhitch the wagon. I group. did. I only brought it up because I do think that my favorite thing is the fact that the dude that's currently in first place, his his group or his. Group entry is named Slappy Burgers. So congratulations to the early lead for Slappy's Burgers, who has 228 points. It's interesting because he's 6-3 and three too, but he's right. just, he just point wagered totals. more of his points. Yeah, look yeah. at that. He's got 220 points already. Good that means him. he must have hit his, his big dog. So He put all the good ones there because like he's got 41 for the UTSA one that he lost. So a lot of points oh, that are out good. there that he can't get, though. Hey, Slappy Burgers, let me tell you something. Take a screenshot of that because you're going to drop pretty quick. So thank you to everyone who joined it. Pretty, pretty incredible. Shows you that just how not just – Definitely not this show, but how in incredibly uh, popular T-Row and Toby are. And then that thing blew up like it did with all the great prizes that Casey and Brian provided. It, it, it's really great to see. So anything else announced? We have anything going on tonight that I need? I think we're good. Uh, Wednesday, we're on the road to Cavens. Next Monday, with all that extra holiday money that you get, come join me at Newcastle Casino. And I think we're ready to roll. Right, I, I believe we it. are. Yeah, tomorrow we'll be at T uh, at OU. Tomorrow we'll be over at OU. We are we are taping a um, we're taping like a season review show with Brent Venable. So that should be pretty fun. With that said, Wednesday signing day. All right, let's just real quick start here. Then we'll get to the weekend and everything else. We know Peyton Bowen had a visit with OU on Saturday, right? And. We are starting to set records with the amount of here it comes, what's happening here, here's what something's going on, right? I 
I don't think anyone's making anything up. All right. I just think I think Peyton Bowen's recruitment has been really hard to follow. In fact, I was listening to Josh McQuistion on my way, and he was on with Teddy and Gabe. And Josh even said, listen, this is I don't think it's a situation where, you know, Peyton Bowen's trying to dupe fans or anything of that nature. I just I think it's really a torn thing right now, right? His mom had been pretty dead set that he was going to Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman did a good job there. Apparently he's being pulled in a couple of other directions. Oregon, while Oklahoma doesn't have a $2 million NIL deal out there, it's believed that Oregon's got a pretty substantial come sign with us and here's, you know, maybe close to seven figures. Right? Yeah, like when, when it's all said and done, I, I really want to know how close Oregon really was. Yeah. Because it's easy for, for rumors to get spread on social media, on Twitter, saying, oh, they're going to give them $2 million. I want to know how close they really were. Like, and I asked this question the other day. I mean, do you do you want that to be how you're known in recruiting? Right. For instance, this is good. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Just I'll hit about five of these if you guys can hit me up at 405-651-3439. Kind of like that A&M thing. Just, just real quick off the top because I asked Toby this on Friday. As an OU fan, do you – do you want that to be out there and like a thing, oh, we're offering $2 million to guys that come in here, or are you okay with it? If people say, no, that's not true. That That's a lie because the whole mindset had been from BV, right? Oh, we're not going to be in this game of, of NIL being the one thing that, that gets asked about. It's definitely one of those things where you don't want to just shut the idea out of your mind. You don't want to be the, the old team that doesn't want to – adapt to the modern right. times but you also don't want to go full dive into it like Texas A&M did where they're paying all these kids all this money they transfer after the year so I think the way OU has done it is has been pretty good where they're 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 in the NIL playing field they're just not saying oh we're going to pay you to come here right you need to want to come here you will also get paid while you play here I think that's the biggest thing so while we wait on Peyton Bowen, and I did, did we have an official anything from their camp or no? Is it just still all the crystal balls that well, are out there? Well, I mean, as official as it gets, they uh, Wilt Fong had a crystal ball. Okay, but that's like the most official thing you can. I understand. Can find. So there's nothing, nothing at all. You have to understand my relationship with getting fonged here. Okay, when I first learned about getting fonged was the David Hicks. Saga. That's unfortunate. So to me, you had a, you had a bad start. There. The guy is clueless. Yeah. All right. Has, so I just that, that's all I okay. got to say. All right. Yeah, that okay, was my okay. first experience with getting Fong. With yeah. David understandable. And, and you know that, that that flip could totally happen again. But um, the the most the crystal balls are really all you can look at at this point. Okay. So. Because well, OU gets the final in home Saturday night. Reportedly, there was the re- and again I'm I'm going off what Josh said to to Teddy and Gabe, and I'm sure. Coming up at uh, noon today, Parker is going to be all over this story like he has been. There was rumors and reports of a potential Oregon trip and things of that nature. But I I know this isn't sexy. I know it's not something that is going to draw people to click on our Listen Live link or download the app. I am just a guy that tries not to get caught up in that game. Now, we'll be all over it on Wednesday. We'll be all over it on Wednesday. We're going to be – I I mean – is this right? Are we going to be at Cavens on signings day? Signing day, Perry? But regardless, I mean, we can be at OU or we can be, be at Cavens, whatever you want, on signing day. But regardless, I I just – the way this thing is – and let's just say specifically with Peyton Bowen, I'm not going to be someone who gets caught up in the ebbs and flows. 
Let's wait and see what happens on Wednesday and if he signs. See, I'm one that's kind <laughs> You're of the caught opposite. Up in it. I like being caught up. No, I'm not sold on it. Like I'm not I'm not convinced Peyton Bowen is coming or anything like that, but I do enjoy just keeping up with all of the rumors and just every day, like when I get out of one of my classes, I, I go to Twitter, I refresh, and then I look at OU Twitter and see what has happened in the rest <laughs> hour, and then just see all the the tomfoolery that is about. And I like keeping up with it. But yeah, I completely agree. It's it's one of those things where, especially on National Signing Day, you see so many flips that are just out of nowhere. I mean, you'll see one that that no one predicted. And so, um, like you said, until he's on the roster and he's signed, it's it's hard to hard to say that anything the is. Is locked in. So I, uh, ooh, locked in coming up this afternoon yeah. from two to three. I, I happened because I was looking for kind of what the buzz was. So I did that Twitter search of, of Peyton Bowen, kind of see where, and I saw this one tweet, and I was I was so close to firing back, man. I was so close. Someone tweeted, Oklahoma sucked this year. Six and six record, and they were 53rd in the country. That is terrible. Yippee Kaye, Peyton Bowen, and then added them. So I started to fire back you moron, and then I read their bio, and it's like disabled, love to swim. Um, oh. I'm like, ah, yeah, delete that, delete that draft. And yeah, that, that'd it's be, a good thing you checked before. That'd be, you that'd, be my, that'd be my luck is to light yeah. up some some dumb Notre Dame fan who's just. Uh. But I again, again, that's that's the big story. Pain boat. I don't get much. I don't hear much. Sorry, I didn't really bottom line that. You're all in. I'm kind of like, let's wait till Wednesday. It makes for a good mix. So if you see something, oh, he got fonged. I'm like, yeah, so did David Hicks. Wilt Fong sucks in my book, okay? You still got to look at his percentages. I don't I don't know what his percentages are, but they're up it's there. It's zero they're with there. me. It's zero with the plank show, though, yes. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, we'll, we'll keep tabs on, on Peyton Buck. David Hicks doesn't seem like there is much there on a potential flip. Right. I mean, like you, if if OU fans want to keep their hopes up just for the sake of themselves, just having fun on signing day, keep your hopes up, but be prepared to be uh, disappointed because I don't think there's any way he flips from Texas A&M. If you find yourself right putting all your your eggs in that quote unquote basket, you probably will will be a little bit upset. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I think that and maybe oh the the laundry list of guys that could end up landing in a spot where he would have been is, is very interesting to me. No, I completely agree. So, well, well, my main thing going into signing day is watch what the recruits do, but then after that, once all the recruits are signed, then watching the transfer portal is going to be that much more interesting. Still a very quiet week in the transfer portal. Yes, I'm, I feel like there's a lot of big names out there that I haven't really got a grasp on yet. UCLA got the Kent State quarterback. Which he's going to be good, by the way. Yeah, Colin Shee. I think that's a really good fit for Colin Shee, and I think it's going to do well. I think he's going to do well for that. But the the Alabama offensive lineman, Javion Cohen, committed to Miami, which was kind of expected with the way things were going in his recruitment. There's still that other offensive lineman, though, from Alabama. Brockermeyer? Yeah. He hasn't gone anywhere yet. Hasn't gone anywhere yet. We haven't heard much from the Tulsa kid that was that's in the portal. So, you know, it was there was a little bit of movement, but still, there's there's some, a lot some of splashes to be made. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a lot of room there for Oklahoma to potentially make some noise. I'm, I know it's weird to me because, and again, in probably over following this, right, people be like, oh, well, they haven't got anyone yet. They, this is obviously an abjunct failure, and you're like, well. Nobody really has. I mean, they weren't going after Colin Shee. 
All right, so JV and Cohen goes to Miami. That was kind of an expected thing. Yeah. The, the, we got the McCullough brothers, though. Yeah, I, I mean. mean that, was a, that was a huge get. It's a massive get. So I just, I, I think if you don't get everybody, then you have some people that are just mad regardless. So I'm I'm in that group where I'm I'm okay waiting and seeing how this thing pans out. And, by the way, speaking of McQuishan, he said something, really, and I don't have my – oh, that's right, I threw my phone. We're not looking at it right now. Yeah, take a little bit to look at it. Oh, wait. But the, the interesting thing about, you know, the, the overall recruitment process, I love the analogy. It's, you know, you, you could sit here and get all fired up and wanting everyone in the portal. And I've, I've said it from, like, literally day one of this show – when the portal started, and people were like, we got to get this guy, and we got to get this guy. And I kept saying, you know, you're not, that's not going to be Oklahoma. They're not getting 14 guys in the portal again. You're looking six to eight and maybe 10. Maybe they're never going to see it like that again, unless something went terribly wrong. But I love this from what Josh said in the Tulsa World article. He said, I see that I see the portal almost like going to your grocery store and doing your grocery. <laughs> Let me get it right here. I see them almost like going to your grocery, doing your grocery shopping at the local grocery store, and then using the portal as almost like going to the butcher for steak. So in other words, you're doing all your shopping here, and you're getting ah, ham. Or I'll just get that ham. or You know, I don't really need the fancy. I don't need the artesian bread. Just give me this right here. I'm good. And then all of a sudden, you're like, but I'm not skimping on steaks. I'm going to go get the good stuff. And I feel like that's what you're seeing okay, so far like in the portal. That. I, I liked it, good. too. It made a lot of sense I like to that. me. I was trying to think of like a dessert analogy, but I couldn't come up with one quick enough. It's like, you know, everything else is like Halloween candy. But then all of a sudden, the portal is like you're going for the – it's like birthday cake. Let's go. So, I, that's what we know as of 921 here on the Plank Show. Now, it's wild because things could change in an instant. And that's that's one of the fun things about this week. We shall see. So far, so good. Uh, we'll get to those class ratings updates coming up here in just a bit. All right, good start to the text line, 405-651-3439, 405-651-3439. We had a wild weekend in sports. We'll do our best to recap it all when we come back in Hour 1, brought to you by Van Hoos Fence. Holiday specials currently from Van Hoos Fence include the fact that you can purchase 100 feet of fence and receive a free gate. Good for new or replacement fencing. Financing available 405-735-1167 or online at vhfence.com. This is The Plank Show. So, quick little sidebar. My son got home from his first semester of college on Saturday night. Still have yet to get a call or a return text from him. So, yeah. No, no, no. And, uh... I was actually kind of proud because he got back, and the first thing he wanted to do was hang out with his boys, and they're taking a day trip to Kansas City today. I'm like, all right, that's my boy, day trip to Kansas City. They're going to Ikea. Is my son a nerd? 405-329-9000. I think so. I'm worried about him right now. I think now. so. It better be for something. Is there not an Ikea that's closer than Kansas City? There's one. Well, but he's in Tulsa. Okay. So, you know, okay. I would say just go to Dallas, but it's what it is. Going to Ikea. I mean, who does that? Uh-oh. Hold on. We've got a major developing issue on the – oh, okay. I wasn't able to get in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I thought someone might have tried to take away my uh, my texting privilege. What do you have as the update, by the way, on the class rank there for Oklahoma? Where do you, where do you have them right now, Pierce? Top eight? 
Overall top eight, uh, transfer rank number three. Okay. So. Uh, I asked the money question, 405-651-3439. Those rumors that were out, what was it, like last Wednesday or Thursday? Was like, Something Oregon, like that, yeah. Oregon and OU have offered $2 million, which they, I don't know about Oregon, but I can categorically deny that Oklahoma has offered anyone $2 million in the transfer port or in the recruiting world. But – uh, Brian with a Y in Tulsa writes, money can't buy wins. Development is priceless. Agreed. Sean, what you want to be, or what you want is the program that actually gets money to the players no matter the amount. That's how you win the future. So, in other words, talk is cheap, right? So that's a point that I, I saw that text also over the break, and I thought that's a great point that we didn't really talk about is not only – is OU staying out of the NIL realm and you're not getting caught up in paying for your players and they leave. But also the rumors that some of these schools are not paying these NIL promises, that is something that can tarnish Thank your you, team's legacy. Like legacy just Sure. Like it could it could for future recruits, for everyone, no one's gonna want to come there if all of these false promises are never kept. And I think that's a great point. I it's just it's one of those things where it sounds great when you're a fan of your team, and it's like, oh, it's out there that we're offering $2 million. But when you're not, you look foolish, right? Especially if it comes from one of your guys. Here's here's what I would say. Anything that doesn't come NIL-related from the OU guys, and again, we're, we're a pretty staunch supporter of OUinsider.com and Parker Thune and Brandon Drum and that crew. But however you consume it, if it's the rival side, if it's the athletic, if it's the Tulsa World rival site, Sooner Scoop, how, however you consume it, unless those guys are telling you, hey, Oklahoma's throwing around some big old NIL money right now, it's probably not true. Yep. No, let me rephrase that. It isn't true. Here's, here's my question. Who is starting those rumors? Like, how does – you know what I mean? It has to start from some here's, random Here's OU what fan. I think happens. Here's what I think. Here's my – I don't think it's an OU fan. I – and I think we're the royal we. we. I almost said let's have a Chris Beard campfire chat, but I was like, yeah, probably shouldn't. Not a good time. Yeah, not, not a good not time a good to have time that. Time let's have a quick little fireside chat about this, okay? I think everyone is guilty of this. I think everyone is guilty of this. And at 930, it's okay to look in the mirror and say I'm guilty of this. Anytime you lose a, a recruit to another school, what do you blame? The bag. Oh, he's getting the bag. He's getting paid. It's what it is. They're NIL money, right? It's it's an easy scapegoat. It's always an easy scapegoat. Or as I, I like people that, that say, call it the escape goat. It's the easy way out. They're just outbidding us for them. So don't don't fall into that trap. I think that's part of it is bitter Notre Dame fans that realize that Peyton Bowen probably isn't going to end up there, probably. And so there's got to be a reason why. It's also easier to, to kind of make the assumption that Notre Dame is the – the start of those rumors, if you look at the message boards, that, that have you seen those on Twitter? The Notre Dame message boards? No, no. Oh, 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 the message board geniuses stuff that yeah, they've been yeah, posting? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're in shambles over there. And, I, you know, it's it, it, it wouldn't be crazy. I mean, there was a girl, there was a guy that was, uh, like, going after Peyton Bowen's girlfriend, who's, like, also coming to OU. And I was just, yes. man, these are, these are high school seniors you're talking about right now. And it, it's just such a weird time for recruiting entirely. I, I don't. 
I, I'm raising my hand. I'm so used to just yes, Chris <laughs> in the back. Thank you. It's bad enough to tweet at recruits. Yes, it's bad enough that that's your thing, right? And I mean, there was a couple guys that would push back on that. I just I feel like they need to have that support. Well, okay. If you support him and you want to try to build up, as long as you're at least being polite, be right. But when they leave and they go somewhere else to mf him and tell him how they're doomed, is to go after like their girlfriend or their family members. These are like eighteen year olds, right? These are exactly. literally like kids. Yeah, it's it's just such a weird it's a weird time for recruiting with this day and age of social media, and it's it's just not going to get better anytime soon. I don't think. Here's here's another thing that I realized that that can be I don't want to say dangerous, but is interesting. Um, I had a really awesome day yesterday. I had a great day. Well, not just I'm glad. With, not just with Good. the Raiders winning, but I went to the OU women's basketball game, and it was awesome. And my uh, my daughter cheered at it, and we stayed the whole game. We and we loved every second of it. I got to see, I kind of got to see Coach Bronchek, but I got to talk to her husband for a while. Hey, Coach Jenny, I need to know how Eli did in his championship game. If you can hit me up on the super secret text Oso line, I'd love to know. But I'm a, uh, I'm in this. I, we're waiting around. I'm having a really cool conversation with a dude named Justin, who is an awesome OU fan. Justin travels, uh, listens to the ref all day long. He lives in Lawton, and he listens to the ref, and he travels. He brings his kid to every single game that he can, right? And, and listen, we all – and I listen, Justin, I owe you because Justin gave me a ticket. Justin gave me a ticket to the game yesterday, right? And so, Justin, I owe you. I'm going to get you and the girls and your wife. We'll get you guys to know you game. I've, 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 I'm making that commitment to you on the air right now, and it'll be more – than me just a, a $2 Sunday. I'm going to hook you guys up. I had, a, I had a blast talking to this guy. We talked recruiting. We talked position. And it was just of the program. And he knew his stuff. He knew his stuff. And we're going back and forth. And he's like answering. And so there's an, another guy that, that came up. And he was a great dude. Great dude. Right? But you also realize that I'm not trying to sound like a jerk and, and Justin can back me up on this. But it was one of those guys that just knew enough about recruiting to kind of be dangerous. And yeah. throwing the opinions out yeah, there, I see what you're and 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 you realize that, all right, we're in a world where this isn't. I'm not saying anything bad. That's what we're here for. That's why the ref is 24 seven, 365. OU. Not everyone is living this like we are, and so I hope in this show and and on the station, we're able to educate everyone a little bit more to where it's not. What about that one kid that we paid two million dollars to? And you're like, whoa, well, yeah. whoa. Uh, so I think, about, yeah, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, I think some of that. It's like the. It's the best way to put it. It's like the telephone game back in the day, right? Phone a friend back and forth where it's like, well, you know, I heard this and he heard that. And all of a sudden it just, it's out of control. Well, to me, that's even crazier in the world of social media because you could see it on someone's Facebook page. And then, you know, now we have the the ridiculous thing on Twitter where everybody has a blue check mark. Right, it used to be the way that you can verify things. Now you got to hover over the blue check mark, see if they paid for it. Now even like every blue check mark is, hey, this is a legacy account. We don't know if it's real or not. You're like, no world. So you just you don't know what's real and what isn't, and it's a tough world. So I think misinformation is a really hard thing, which is why I respect the uh, the Parker Thunes of the world and the Brandon Drums. Um, and the, the the Josh McQuistians and Carrie and, and James and all those people that have – because it is hard, I think, to figure out what's real and what isn't, even when you're talking to these people. 
right? Even when you're talking directly to these people. So men and, and women, right? But yeah, I, misinformation is crazy out there right now. Especially in that form of journalism as well with the recruiting landscape. So to get back to the original point, bring this full circle. Sean's a bazillion percent right. You don't want to be the school that has all those rumors out there um, and then no one's getting paid because then what sense does that make? It's in the A&M, right? A&M's paying all these guys. Dudes aren't getting paid. What's the first thing you heard about Jordan Addison at USC whenever he got there? That he was not getting paid. He wasn't getting paid. So 405-651-3439. All right, quick break. When we come back, let's dive into the weekend that was. Got so much fun sound from a wild weekend in sports right here on The Ref. All right. I'm watching the highlights of the World Cup yesterday. The World Cup final it was great. I loved everything about it. My daughter got all into it too, which was fun. She yeah. was she's pulling for France. I was pulling for Argentina. It was great. My friend group, we we're not normally soccer guys. We right. have a handful of guys in there that are big soccer fans. Mm-hmm. So we got into it this year. Good. You know, I decided to kind of lean into the World Cup and watch as many games as I could. I'm starting to understand soccer a little bit more, and that was one of the greatest sporting events I'll ever see in my lifetime. It was awesome. It was storybook. It did put me in a position, excuse me, that in 2020, what would that be, six? Kind of want to go. AT&T Stadium, I'd be, I'll be right next to it. I think, I think AT&T Stadium, well, I don't think, AT&T Stadium is hosting uh, Kansas City, Arrowhead Fields hosting, Arrowhead Stadium, excuse me. Uh, There's a lot of really cool Some real venues. close ones, yeah. I I wonder what ticket prices are going to be like, though. Too much. <laughs> Too much. They need a media pass for this one and make me feel a little bit better about yeah, it. Yeah, there we you just go. ask for some credentials. That's Who knows? That's what we'll do. Yeah, Maybe by that time, you might be in a position where that's your beat. That's true. I'll four be, years I'll from be, now. I'll be in the, in the workforce. You'll yeah. be a seasoned vet by then. Practically. I, you know what? I'll, I'll get me a job that'll send me to that. And Unless you're like that guy from Oregon. That is like trying the to get ninth a ninth year. year. He had it. I thought they granted it. Oh, they it. give it to I'm him? I'm pretty sure they granted it. I totally tuned out whenever I was like, it reminds me of that line from Tommy Boy. A lot of people go to college for seven, eight years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Apparently not. Apparently they're Oregon tight ends. Yeah, for real. Is he good? I haven't seen his stats at all. Like, is he, I, You know what? It's kind of funny. I have that story saved to talk about, and I think I even sent it to like everyone, and I never really read it. I don't know what his numbers look like. And I was trying to follow the process. So there's at least like three years that you could get there, right? There's a COVID year, there's a red shirt year that you he had would his have. Red shirt, and then the COVID COVID year, year and, and then it, a coaching change maybe. But no, that so doesn't was, give you an extra year. It that came just free transfer. To, he had a couple season-ending injuries. Now we're in this, and I'm then, so look. so you had a season-ending injury, and then he had a that, that knocked him out for the whole season. Then that next year, he still had the injury. All right, and then he got another season-ending injury later on. So. Um, his name is Cam McCormick. If you're not familiar with him, you really shouldn't be. Um, he missed a good portion of 2017 after recovering from rat ratomylosis. You definitely said that right. I doubt I did. I bet you did. Which he and several teammates developed following overly strenuous workouts. He then missed most of 18 and all of the 19 and 20 seasons due to a broken ankle that required several surgeries. He made his return for a game against Ohio State in 21, but tore his Achilles. 
McCormick said he probably won't use his ninth year, but before he can worry about that, he must decide whether or not he's going to play in his eighth season. So in other words, this isn't necessarily a guy that's going into his ninth year, but he has the opportunity with two years remaining. He's going oh. into this. Next year will be his eighth, eighth year, but he still could go again <laughs> after this as well. Unbelievable. Is he any good? I don't really know if he's been on the field enough, but uh, nine passes, 64 yards for three touchdowns in his first full season with the Ducks. So his first full season, he's 22, 23 years old. Before he He's fun. the veteran on the team with, with no playing experience. Oh my gosh, incredible. Um, Air Comfort Solutions text line, uh, this is interesting. Is it petty of me, writes the 404, to absolutely relish the Notre Dame message board meltdowns? Give me all the Notre Dame tears. No, it's petty. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But a little n- nothing wrong with that. I would say there's nothing wrong with that. But again, I, I-, I would... I would encourage a little patience, right? It's still oh, – why, why do we need the calendar? They just, it's still only the 19th, right? We're, we've got the 21st is signing day. So we got a couple days. So I wouldn't get in my, yeah, bleep you, Notre Dame, take that. You just got yeah, fonged. Yeah, de- definitely wait a little bit. Yeah, but we also Definitely got, wait a little we bit. We also had Hicks get fonged to us, so let's not get too You really took away. that David Hicks, Wilt Fong well, to it, the heart. Well, you know what you? was funny? True story about that day. I was doing the Big 12 show, and it was two hours before – no, actually, they started the show, which was, yeah, two hours before his announcement. And uh, an unnamed coworker of mine said, oh, my gosh, this David Hicks guy isn't going to Oklahoma. And I was like, no, can't be. He got fonged, and I've been told that if you get fonged, you're going there. And to my knowledge, and it's my, a lot. Right, that's that's it. But I, I – so we, we were kind of working – I'm like, are you – you being serious? I'm like, go look at. Tw- I thought this is a person that doesn't follow recruiting. That just happened to have someone text him and say, "Hey, oh, uh, okay. right, you're right, right." And so I'm like, I don't think you understand. He got fonged to Oklahoma, so he's going there regardless. And then, lo and behold, he ended up committing to A&M. I, by the way, I don't think Oklahoma's not necessarily out on David Hicks, but I kind of agree that it might be a situation where. Uh, he's more Oregon than he is anywhere else. That's so. what someone on the text line said. Is that well. they said too? Yeah, someone okay. said it's more Oregon than OU if they were to go anywhere else. So, uh, Is this legit? Make sure I get this right. That Joseph Wete pulled his name for the transfer portal? I Maybe. Mean, Let me, I'll, go, I'll go start looking around. I, 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 I like the idea of that, but – could this possibly be like a Justin Harrington type situation? Because yeah, he on three withdrawn. is re- that he's re- withdrawn his name from the portal. So I again, is he coming back with his scholarship? Is he is he a guy that is still wanted? Because that's that's tapping out before the season even started last year, right? Yeah, it's so, going to be really interesting to see how BV and crew deal with that situation going like forward. I, and again, I mean, I've got – so, hey, look, we get to do something new to our transfer portal sheet, which is cross out Joseph Wette and put 
withdrawn on it. One thing did happen over the weekend is that Nick Evers uh, is going to Wisconsin. I love that, by the way. I do, too. Love that. I, I think, think that's he, a really good fit. He's got a chance to start this year. Graham Mertz is gone. Um, if you look at a backfield uh, led by Nick Evers, a very mobile quarterback with arm talent, right, and a running back within Braylon Allen, one of the best in the country, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that's a dangerous offense. That could be a very fun team to watch this year. So, Wete withdraws and comes back. Does he come back as a guy that's going to have to fight and scratch and claw for a scholarship? Because, and again, all the talent seems to be there with this kid, right? But he never really got on the field. And I know he battled injuries and things of that nature, so I don't know. I'll I'll have to do a little digging on that one. Hey, I'm sitting down with Brent Venables tomorrow, so maybe we can get some scoop on that. Go ahead and ask him that. Just going to go out on a limb. Joseph Wete, probably not going to be one of the first people that I talk to him or ask him about. That's probably smart. <laughs> I, I I think we might go a little bit deeper before we uh, end up talking about anything with with Joseph Wete, but good for him. But but again, I don't remember. Y'all like to correct me. I don't remember hearing his name attached to potentially ending up somewhere else. So maybe he got in there and realized I don't want to be anywhere else. I want to be here. Yeah. And I I don't know if he's a guy that's still been around the team. Portals entries weird because. In some cases, you're in the portal, and they want to fight and scratch and claw to keep you around. So you're in there, but you're still around the team. And you're still able to to work out and do things until you make your decision. Other times, it's, yeah, no, we're uh, we're done with you. Time, time to clear out your stuff and move on. And I don't necessarily know if that was the case with Wete or not, but he's back. So kudos to Joseph Wete. For returning to Oklahoma, we'll see kind of how how that fits. All right, nine fifty. A little breaking news. It's a plank show. Um, and, and like exactly, that's what I just said. Once he hits the portal, OU doesn't have to honor that scholarship. Some cases they do. Some cases they don't. And I don't know what that looks like for him going forward. I see someone sent us the OU daily report, but apparently Wete and Clemson linebacker. Since they've been in the portal since August 31st, the NCAA has now instructed the players' schools to withdraw them. So now I'm even more confused than I was before. Yeah, I don't think I've got an understanding of the situation. Let me, I know we're a little bit late here, but uh, here's what it says. Due to the new NCAA portal window that took effect August 31st, fall sports athletes aren't allowed to enter the portal or communicate with other schools again until December 5th. Yet... Zin, um, according to Matt Zinitz, 19 players, including Joseph Wette and Clemson linebacker Sergio Allen, they've been in the portal since August 31st. So far, nine entries have been withdrawn, and the NCAA has also told schools to discontinue any contact with the players who've entered the portal the last two weeks. Mm, that's interesting. OU Insider reported that Wette was no longer on the Sooners' online roster. 24-7 Sports reported that he entered the portal. And what they confirmed the news on Twitter September 9th. So, okay. We're not putting him back in the list. This is simply an administrative thing. Good good catch. Good catch from the uh, the ref listeners. And way too much time spent on Joseph Wete. So, a quick break. We'll come back. Put a wrap on hour one right here on the ref. We, okay. So, let's let's try to get on top of what's been going on literally in the last five minutes here. 
uh, a kind of a crazy little spree of breaking news. First, uh, Joseph Wette is withdrawn from the portal, but it I, I, I don't know what it means for his future at Oklahoma. I think is that fair to say? In 100%. A, yeah. Don't know if he's going to have a scholarship. Don't know if he's going to play. Don't know really anything. And as I talked about before with these new rules, guy entering the portal, it was kind of at the discretion of the school. Hey, if you want him around, still let him work out, things of that nature. Now, you don't have to do anything. Once they go in the portal, remember everyone got mad at the Washington State coach a couple years ago because the guy went in the portal and they cleaned out his locker for him. And he was like, well, why would you do that? And the coach was like, you're in the portal, right? You decide you're going to leave. Some people that maybe you still want around, you're a little bit different with the way you treat it. But this looks to be a clerical thing due to the NCAA new portal window that took effect August 31st. Fall athletes, fall sports athletes aren't allowed to enter the transfer portal or communicate with with other schools again until December 5th. So uh, at least 19 players had entered the portal since August 31st. The NCAA has instructed the players' schools to withdraw them. Meanwhile, uh, two Oklahoma – well, let's just go through the whole list. With Wete withdrawn, Kendall Dennis announced this weekend that he was going to USF, South Florida. Theo Wees, we've known for a while, is headed to Missouri. Nick Evers to Wisconsin. And moments ago, Cedric Roberts tweeted that he is on his way to Texas State. So good for these guys finding new homes. And a player we won't have to worry about in the Big 12 again – Bijan Robinson, no shock here, has declared for the NFL draft. Also over the weekend, if you miss him, Max Duggan also declared. 